0: All right, Joe Barton, welcome to Excuse Me History.
1: Hey, Rob Rigo, how are you?
0: So uh, let's intro stuff. This is our first time doing the intro together, by the way.
1: I know. We've uh, been doing it over the phone, so we're in person, live That's from right. New York.
0: Live from New York. It's Excuse Me History. <laughs> Excuse me. Probably the most famous people ever say that. Today's episode is going to be on the Ottoman Empire. And uh, we're going to be talking about a lot of uh, stuff with that. Um, do we have any news, any anything about our podcast that we want to promote? If
1: you have any questions, comments, suggestions, please email it us at, excuse me, history at gmail.com. We uh, did that contest the contest last time, did have a couple winners for that. so expect, Those will be going out shortly. Expect to get those nice fancy t-shirts coming
0: out soon wear them with pride hell yeah um, and we'll do those again and we'll sell t-shirts as well we're gonna do a website soon that will be another thing uh and if you haven't like already liked and subscribed to the podcast you need to do that just it yeah. takes zero it time also
1: give us a nice little five-star rating yeah on whatever podcast app you use and okay. that helps
0: us out i was talking to some people some friends that i work with and they were like i already have a podcast i listen to and it's like okay uh how, <laughs> how many of those podcasts do you know the guy you should
1: <laughs> and you're you're allowed to listen to more than one as there could be a time where we're ration podcasts but it seems for now whenever you want as many as you want and why not listen to somebody you know but anyways yeah so we're gonna get into this uh we're talking about ottoman empire
0: We kind of we bit off a lot on this one. Well, it was funny because I
1: remember when we were kind of kind of trying to come up with a topic, we were thinking about doing something Islam related, and then I was like, "Well, that seems pretty broad." And also, like a lot of that history is
0: yeah. We were gonna do the of history difficult. of Islam, yeah, which like, is like
1: oh, that sounds like a lot. It's a ton. So let's let's try to let's try to and find we, something else,
0: and no risk of offending anyone yeah. with that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> People don't take uh, offense to that very often. But no, we thought all right, let's do something Islam related, um, but something a little more specific. Well,
0: we want to learn about is Isl- uh, the Muslim world, the
1: Muslim world, and I thought a great way to get into that was Ottoman history because I think so much of the the spread of Islam and uh, Islam at its most uh, powerful at least uh, compared to the uh, western European powers is during the Ottoman Empire. Uh, little did we know oh that's a it's a pretty la- large empire uh, spanning several centuries yeah uh, with a lot of history to get into uh, and unfortunately we're only going to be doing this for a couple of hours
0: it's like all the history like yeah. the history like that area is like the oldest civilizations in the world so yeah. you had, we had to kind of brush up on all that yeah uh, and, and,
1: and and there are so many little tangents you can go down And i think that uh we're gonna try to st- stay on topic as much as possible
0: also quick reminder this isn't for your thesis by the way uh, if yes. you have any issues with something we said we got wrong, just send us an email and we'll try to correct it.
1: Please, yes, please uh, don't cite us in your your thesis paper. Uh, <laughs> we very quickly read these books <laughs> and did put, took very poor notes. And uh,
0: if you guys are if some of you are wondering, because I know some people from New Jersey, listen to this Ottoman Empire. That's not a store where they sell furniture. Okay. Oh, uh,
1: I was hoping we could avoid making that. Job. Oh, too late. <laughs> Well, uh, we got it out of the way early. I, the, the other day, there was a, the History Channel, their Facebook page, posted something about the Ottoman Empire, and it was like, Why did the Ottoman Empire decline? And the <laughs> there re- were 20, <laughs> 20 people commented, Well, their feed were up all the time.
0: <laughs> it should have been, Why did the Ottoman Empire recline? Hey, yo. Hey. Well, um, lazy boy. Like, yeah, like, so uh, books, books are really boring. I don't know if you noticed that, but, like, I've been reading these books, and I'm just like, Ugh. These some are, of them are better than others. Some of them are better than others, but I like uh, I like a lot of pictures. I like a lot of <laughs> I like a little narrative in there. But some of them are just like here's wh- here's facts, and, and, and so, then ugh. this
1: guy came along, and then he did this thing, yeah. and then he died, yep. and then his son, who had the exact same name as him, came
0: along. <laughs> Spin me a yarn, old British man, before you write this book. Come on.
1: Also, I, I, one thing I did have a trouble. I mean, I, I always do have kind of trouble whenever we re- when whenever I read history that's about non-English people or n- people who have non-English names because I have trouble keeping track of the names. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, they all have, like, the same five names. <laughs> it's like they picked... Uh, which does make it easier. It does make it easier, yeah. but it's just like, okay, which which Suleiman am I talking about now? That's which why Mamed? We're, never,
0: we're never covering Russia. That's <laughs> oh, <okay>. God.
1: <laughs> um, but no, but this was... It was interesting. I definitely... We definitely learned a lot doing this, but we're, we're gonna cover...
0: So that's why you listen to this podcast, all right? You listen to it not because because you cause you're like, oh, you know what? I don't, like... Really want to read a bunch of boring books, but I'd like to not look stupid at a party where uh, you know I'm talking to some Turkish girl and she's got some baklava and she wants to know if I have some. And then she asks me who is the last Sultan of the Ottoman Empire, and I, you just gotta you, you just, just
1: you gotta be able to whip that out. Yeah, you gotta be able to. Whip you never know out. that. You never know when uh, that's gonna come up. And yeah, you, this is a good way to just broaden your horizons. You don't need to know everything about the Ottoman Empire. I mean, people who study the Ottoman Empire probably don't know everything about the Ottoman Empire. Um, but no, we're gonna we're mostly gonna focus on the the early years of the ottoman empire kind of the rise and its golden age and then we'll cover a little bit about the uh the fall of the ottoman empire how it came to be and what happened to it all right so where where are we gonna start
0: uh let's start where uh who are the who are the ottomans who are the ottomans well let's talk about the land too where we're because that's the first thing that i had to do when I was thinking, like, read about this. Uh.
1: Yeah, I, I asked, I asked uh, Duffy, uh, my fiance. I was like, "What do you know about the Ottoman Empire?" She's like, "They're in Constantinople, right? They, they have something to do with that." <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah,
0: basically." <laughs> yeah, like it, it's crazy how uh, little we care uh like we should like i care now more because i've put in that time but like how little we care about uh not western uh history oh yeah
1: well it's 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 so hard just to care about your own history and like you have to like now i have to care about people like living across the world oh yeah it's it's hard definitely definitely want to know this stuff let's let's uh
0: (laughs) broaden we're broadening horizons why do you why do you want to know joe
1: why i i do have this weird feeling that i have i have to know as much as i can before i die oh that's like a weird feeling i mean th- this is some like existential
0: stuff but You're trying uh, to conquer uh, a library
1: yeah basically it's, i mean there there's like sometimes I, like i have like this huge stack of books at my house and i'm like oh my god i'm never gonna be able to read all of this i only have so many years left
0: <laughs> the reason i like reading about this stuff and it is like super depressing like i actually uh, have a lot like it's 'Cause it's like uh we make the same mistakes over and over again. because uh, 'cause we're doing a repeat history channel. <laughs> and uh we make the same uh and like and just people like how like I don't know, you just see a lot of the same stuff and you also see like some beautiful stuff that we're all like a very similar in a lot of ways. Sure. Uh and uh we keep doing we keep like there's a a pattern here, uh, and like what are we what are we doing? Like why do we feel the need to conquer, create an empire? Empire falls apart. Why? And then uh, well, another guy comes in, he R- creates an empire.
1: Rinse and repeat. Rinse and repeat. <laughs> um, no, I think you you do get this sense that I mean I think especially with the Ottomans because they're for so much of their existence they were. To the European powers, like this scourge, like this this Eastern uh, thing that they're always worried about. Well, they're different. They got they're different hats. hats. They got a different. Religion. They got really big hats. They got really big hats. Look uh-huh. like giant onions on their head all the time. Yeah, uh-huh. um, and, and, and and does like a cup. Yeah, it does. And, and and the and 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 because of that, you get. I think if you grow up in the Western world, you do get this perspective of the Ottomans of their <clears throat> um, their. This kind of exotic thing, uh, yeah. But but they're also like they're the bad guys. Like, sure. At least of the West, they are the bad guys. Uh, even in America, I mean, the Ottomans are existing when America exists, and for much of like early American history, the Ottomans were also kind of like an enemy of the United States. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you get that. But then like the more you read about it, and you're like, okay, they're just like a, another another empire sure they're no they're not particularly bad in any way they're just the well i mean i think compared to any of the the, sure, the sure other sure. empires in the world they're just on I mean, the same yeah. level but,
0: but but i mean and then besides that like you know we're talking about when you when bad or good it's like it's a it's a government's decisions sure. not not like people oh yeah 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 um, uh, but but you're right but we did de- it's you got it like that's why i read history is to to feel connected to this past that we have and to understand that also to understand how good we have it like uh yeah it was a like it seems like this is a pretty good time uh to live yeah (laughs) (laughs)
1: um it's nice to have running water and electricity and heat even if your
0: landlord blasts the heat and you can't turn it down because it's like a building heat and yeah, you it's wake true. up in night sweats. and These, Maya's these are New toad. York
1: problems. People in other parts of the country might not deal with this. But in New York, oh, our does. apartments, cool. Yeah, you get, uh, you get <laughs> to control your heat. But then, unfortunately, in New York, oftentimes... The heat is just on or it's off, and you don't have any control over it. And you're either very hot or very cold.
0: My pants are either on or off. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of
1: a lot of sleeping naked these days. Oh yeah. Um. All right. So let's. So the. So where where was the Ottoman Empire? Um. It is based around what is now modern day Turkey, Anatolia, Anatolia, um, which also called Asia Minor. Um, but yeah, so it's basically the the far west, the most western most, the westernmost part of Asia, and basically where uh, Asia meets Europe, and uh, I guess what is it the Bosphorus Straits? But yep. um, which is where basically where modern Istanbul is now.
0: Okay, yeah, on the other side of Asia Minor, that's the Balkans. That's the Balkans. So right, or it's, there's Thrace this is like one geological yeah, the, area. Yeah, like right on the other side of Istanbul. Yes. Then you have uh, Hungary,
1: Austria, that's yep. a little further. Uh, also included in the, the Ottoman Empire was uh, Greece, uh, so most of, pretty much all of modern-day Greece. Uh, also, it's going to stretch uh, up into uh, what we think of as the Middle East, um, so the, uh, the Holy Land, Palestine, Syria, all the way down to Egypt, down to Cairo, uh, and then going as far east as Baghdad and parts of modern-day Iraq.
0: And as far west as like um, Morocco, yeah. Oh, so, well, at some yeah, point, so
1: pretty much yeah, pretty much all of Northern Africa, yeah, Morocco, Tripoli, all those major cities on the North African coast, uh, and then going as far north as like the the Caucus region, so like modern day Georgia, Azerbaijan, um, all that kind of stuff. Uh, so and like. As far as like landmass, it, it wasn't huge. Uh, if you compare it to some of the great empires, even in like that time period, there were larger empires. But it did occupy a really important area of the world. Sure, um, <clears throat> mostly because of I mean that's again where civilization started in this region. You know the the Tigris and the Euphrates River and the Mesopotamia, um, and then also because of. Again, where that east, that east meets west in Istanbul is such an important uh, trade region uh, because of the Mediterranean, that's where all these great civilizations and powers existed. And so all of the major world trade is coming through this area. So whoever controls this region is so going to have... So you got
0: some like silk?
1: Yeah, got some silk. And you try to trade for like watches? Maybe watches. What, what else they got? They got, uh, what do they have in Europe? They didn't, I mean, they had like some metals, like iron, ah, some tin. Tin. Tins. They didn't have a lot, we learned they didn't have a lot of tin in Anatolia. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, you need some tin. But, uh, but yeah, any of the, these. We're going to put
0: all these peas? <laughs> <laughs> they just got
1: peas laying around. I know. No canned goods in Turkey. Uh, but anyway, so, but the Ottomans, they didn't just come from anywhere. They came, they, they there, there was something before the Ottomans. So, who, who was it? So who were they? Well, they're the, the people who occupied the, the region of Anatolia um, before the Ottoman Empire existed. Um, part of it was controlled by the Byzantine Empire um, or the, the Eastern Roman Empire. Uh, so when Rome uh, splits apart between East and West, the Eastern capital becomes Constantinople. Uh, probably at one point the most important city in the world, uh, and they control typical
0: like New York to LA thing. Yes, you couldn't make it in comedy, so yeah. you
1: got to move across to the Eastern Capital. Think, uh, try to make I it there. Get on a TV show. I hear the I, I hear it. the weather's nicer in, in Constantinople. <laughs> if I'm going to be
0: uh, <laughs> unfamous and poor, I might as well do it where it's nice. Exactly. Uh, and in January, I get it. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> it's pretty depressing in New York right sure.
1: now. But no. So the. Um, so the Byzantines controlled much of that region um, for a long time, um, but then the region of Anatolia started to become under the uh, come under the control of the Turks. Um, and the Turks are uh, an ethnic group um, that didn't originate in Turkey; uh, they came from uh, Central uh, Central Asia and China. Uh, and over the course of like the uh, the 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 first what was it the first millennium A.D. in the middle of that like around seven hundred eight hundred A.D. Uh, they start gradually migrating uh, westward.
0: Also, for like much respect for everyone in New Jersey, like a millennium is a thousand years, even know it could be confusing because <laughs> they they start with the M and you think it's like a million years. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, no, millennium. It's it sounds similar to a million, so we get it. But no, no, <laughs> a thousand years, first millennium A.D. Um, so yeah, the, as the, the Turks they're moving west, um, they' they're changing, their culture starts to change as they start to move into Islamic lands. Uh, and so the Turks, as they move west, they will convert to Islam. Um, and I mean, that this is just a thing that, you know, happens oftentimes. You move into a new region, you adopt the local religion, oftentimes to just to get the local people on your side. Um, and some of these groups of Turks uh, become more successful than others. Um, and probably the most successful of them were the Seljuk Turks. Um, and the Seljuk Turks—they get their name from a guy named Seljuk. And I think the, uh, one of the funniest things about a lot of these, a lot of these empires that we'll talk about today, is that they basically just who was the first guy who founded us seljuk okay we're the seljuk empire now
0: um <laughs> yo that like works for because like their names are old and like we think they're like ancient and special yeah but like no one's fucking joining the rob army empire <laughs>
1: uh no it's it uh, doesn't sound as because, cool today <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: who controls north america uh, the rub rubanians <laughs> There, seated at his throne in Perth Amboy, New Jersey, <laughs> on and, a on a iron throne of Natty Ice cans, <laughs> and and
1: the the the, the Romanians are under uh, frequently coming into conflict uh, conflict with the uh, the the Joe the Bartonians the Bartonians
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> that works better. Um, is that from the south or from from the north would you go well we we started in
1: the south and we gradually migrated north oh you're trying to
0: encircle us yeah All right. yeah, yeah. All right. so we we let had war have ambi- <laughs> we have ambitious plans <laughs> ambitious
1: <laughs> um so this the seljuk's uh they're moving around the 10th and the 11th centuries and uh it, seljuk was the first guy um and again the, the empire gets its name from him but it's really his uh his successors that really um get the empire to its its largest state uh he had two grandsons uh tugril in chagri uh and they would eventually um they're going to really expand the empire, and uh, eventually they're going to control everything from uh, basically central Anatolia to Jerusalem, uh, Persia, and then everything as far east as the Hindu Kush Mountains. That's where that good Kush comes from. Nice. Uh, and so, so a bunch of
0: dudes moved down from modern day, what, what's it called up there? What region was it? It was what? like Central
1: Asia, China, Eastern, okay. or Western China. So
0: they moved down to muslim or to islam yeah and then they started they conquered from anatolia over to the to india essentially
1: yeah so a very large empire and again kind of what we now think of as like the modern middle east most of that um and they're gonna uh they 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 won a major battle over the byzantines uh in 1071 and that gave them control over anatolia um and after that point, they're going to form the, the what we think of as the Seljuk Empire. Uh, but as the Seljuk Empire uh, grows...
0: Yes, as we all think on our daily thought of the Seljuk Empire. Yes, right? as we all know.
1: Every day I wake up and I think, oh, that Seljuk Empire. <laughs> so they, But the Seljuk Empire at its greatest uh, will start to break apart... Um, and what basically it just grows too large. And so it'll be based out of a couple of different um, major regions. Um, and the Anatolian branch will become known as the, uh, the Sultanate of Rum. Uh, Rum getting its name, uh, the, the Turkish name for Rome. Um, and that's a, that's a common theme that we'll talk a lot about is that uh, the, the Turks, even though they are Muslim, they're Islamified, they'd still, they still they, they think of themselves as the successors to the Roman Empire. Um, and a, a couple of guys in particular will, will really um, draw heavily upon that kind of lineage, uh, but they always think of themselves as both being Islamic, but also like we're the next great empire in the tradition of Rome, of or, course, uh, the or Alexander the Great. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so the so the, Sel- the uh, Seljuk Rum uh, will exist uh, for uh, a few hundred years, but basically what happens is. Um, the the Turks, uh, as they become very successful, uh, it starts to uh, bother the, the European powers, uh, especially when they take uh, the Holy Land because uh, Jerusalem had been under, uh, Christian control for uh, several centuries and so when they take uh, Jerusalem it starts to worry the, the Christians and they're going to declare the first crusade uh, I think it was 1095 and then the as a result of the crusades uh, it basically destroys uh, most of what had been the Seljuk empire uh, gradually in the first and the second crusade um, these European crusaders uh, are going to start taking over the region and breaking it apart. Uh, and then eventually uh, the, the uh, Seljuk Turks uh, in, in Anatolia, they managed to escape most of the crusades. They did, weren't the main target, um, but they're going to be uh, eventually wiped out uh, in 12, uh, 1270 uh, by another great empire, the Mongols. Hell yeah. Uh, so the Mongols, under Genghis Khan, had begun expanding in the 13th century, uh, and by, um, what is it, uh, 1270, uh, they're going, uh, that was like their greatest extent. But they will... Uh, they did well. They did pretty well. They uh, It's the, still the largest contiguous empire in world history. Um, is but, there a larger
0: uncontiguous one? Yeah. Who's the uncontiguous one?
1: British. Oh. Sun never sets, baby. Um, got them boats. I got a lot of boats. Naval power, baby. That's All something right. that comes into uh, Ottoman history later on. Uh, but anyway, so the uh, the Mongols defeat the the Seljuk Turks. And what they're going to do is they're going to uh, divide up the region of um, Anatolia. Uh, so before it had been under the control of one sultan. Uh, and now they're going to break up the different parts of Anatolia into uh, what they call baylicks, uh or an, um, kind of a more common term is an emirate. Uh, and each uh, emirate will be led by a bey or a chief. Um, and that's going to be kind of the, the system of governance uh, in Anatolia until the Ottomans will start to uh, It's like when you call a girl power. bay. Uh, yeah.
0: You want her to run your emirate.
1: Yeah, that's right. Okay. So, the da 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 da, da. and uh, one of them is uh, one of these Baluchs is Rum, uh, and so Rum will always kind of uh, remain a, a, an important part of and uh, the Ottoman Empire later on. Um, all right, skip a little ahead. Uh, so by the 1250s, uh, this is a, a little a couple years after the Mongols um, have defeated uh, the Seljuk Turks. Um, In the late 1250s, probably around the year 1258, we're not really sure, uh, but there was a guy who was born, uh, a guy born in a little town in Anatolia, uh, and his name was Osman.
0: Was uh, Do we have a joke prep for this one? Nope. No? I was hoping you might. <laughs> uh, Osman, uh, what's the deal with that?
1: He's pretty awesome. I'll oh, tell you that much right now. Well.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, that's that's uh, that's it for today. I think. Oh, gosh, Let's wrap it up.
1: <laughs> no. So Osman, um, he he is the <laughs> Ottoman Empire. His name is not Ottoman. Ottoman is the uh, the uh, Westernized, Europeanized name for Osman. Um, it, but Osman is essentially where the Ottoman Empire derives from. Uh, and who he who was he? Uh he was just a regular old guy born in Anatolia, probably in like the western or like northwestern part of Anatolia, pretty close to where the Byzantine Byzantine Empire and was. And they're
0: living in the field. They're living up on the the plateau. The there. plateau, the steppe. Yeah. They're riding um, horses, they're chewing tobacco. Right. <laughs> they got that they
1: got that skull in their lip. They got uh, instead of the, I mean, they, they got the instead of cowboy hats, they just got those giant turbans. You got a giant turban, man. Yeah, that, like, that'll protect you for the sun. Um, they used to wrangle. They were they were wranglers. But yeah, basically, the the people of Anatolia they were uh, pastoral herders. Um, sometimes they did farm, but for the most part, they were um semi-nomadic they moved around and primarily they were sheep herders (laughs) uh damn sheep herders yeah you know why you don't like sheep herders why because the sheep they eat the grass down to the root and so then all the other animals can't eat the grass god damn fucking sheep herders every time
0: i see a sheep i kick them right in the face (laughs) that's the
1: first thing you should do um anyway so osman he's born sometime 1250s and he's not really an important person like he's not uh He was not born into royalty, but probably his father was some sort of um, local tribal chief of some sort, Uh, and then when his father dies sometime in the 1280s, he will inherit some land, uh, maybe some horses, uh, and he will then gradually begin to expand, Uh, and we don't really know much about the early Ottoman history because uh, they weren't writing about it. Uh, which is unfortunate, and most of what we know about the very early Ottomans is kind of based on myth. Yeah, um, They used to
0: walk around, and if you were trying to write about it, they would slap the book in their hand, <laughs> like, get
1: up, nerd. Fucking pussy over here is trying to write shit. We, we're <laughs> conquering bitches. Finish that
0: baklava. <laughs> we about to round up these horses. You like baklava? Oh, I love baklava. It's good.
1: I used to not like it when I was a kid, but I've grown to like
0: it. What don't you like about it? Is it all the delicious flavor in each... Forty layers of thin honey paper or whatever too, it there is. There was too
1: many layers. <laughs> too many layers. Yeah, it freaks but, me out. Uh, no, I like it now. You know, meshes. Well, when my hometown, there was a really big Greek population, and so there was a lot of baklava around.
0: Oh, sounds <laughs> sounds horrible, Joe. <laughs> it's it uh, a rough life.
1: <laughs> Fun fact. So, my hometown, uh, there was a large Greek population that moved there, and then they all opened up pancake houses.
0: It's uh, so a direct competition with the Waffle House revolutions. Yeah,
1: yeah. So there's a lot of. War. I mean, it, it's very much like the Turks and the Byzantines. You got the waffles, uh, <laughs> waffle, uh, the waffle Ottomans, yeah, <laughs> and, and the and Byzantine. Wa- <laughs> and the Waffle House is like,
0: listen, like we make you a sheet of carbohydrates that has structure and uh, formations for your syrup. And these fucking savages over there with their pancakes just Surf let, going everywhere. Let butter slide where it will. It where it will unacceptable and that uh, that's why uh, we lost a lot of men that day
1: <laughs> not just that day not that uh, so anyways osman he uh some his father dies sometime around 1280 and he's gonna uh, start taking control over the region uh, and basically you know in this time period uh the if you can uh, get people under your control, if you can convince them, hey, join me, you know, like kind of like we talked about in the Jamestown episode, like join my group. I can offer you protection. I can Y'all want to be food. in a
0: village or empire, bro?
1: Hey, we, 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 we build an empire. You <laughs> want to get it on the ground floor? Yeah.
0: You guys walking around wearing different colored T-shirts. I got T-shirts of the same color. We can all wear them. Everybody we got, will know who we, we are. We'll be a team. We'll be the
1: Osmonds. And then
0: we can start hating people around us, and then take their money. Justify that kind mm-hmm.
1: of. Sounds good to me. All right, I'm in. So uh, send me your email.
0: <laughs> I'll send over the beats.
1: Uh, actually, uh, I'm, I'm trying to get not trying to get on any email list uh, right now. We have a
0: group message.
1: <laughs> uh sorry, I'm. I, 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 I don't like getting those. They, I get texts in the middle of the night, and, and like I have like a, I've got a Samsung, so like everybody else has an iPhone, uh, and it looks different in the group right. chat. It's not good. Um,
0: that's how um, the Bulgarian people came about. No, oh yeah, they, w- didn't the <laughs> they didn't join the group text. So the, the
1: so a, a big part of the the myth of, of kind of the Ottoman Empire that's founding is uh, the dream of Osman. Um, and what happens is at one point, uh, he's supposedly, he has this dream, uh, and the dream involves, uh, he's, uh, <laughs> uh... <laughs> I'm Joe Barton. (laughs) I'm reading off a script that Rob is actively editing right now, and throwing me off. Keep writing. I'm Joe Barton? Question mark? (laughs) And I was wondering why that kept popping up. I don't remember writing (laughs) that. So, anyways, he has a dream. I have a dream that one day. Uh, we're going to control all the lands, Asia, Europe, Africa, mountains, the I Caucasus, the Atlases, I'm so no pardoned, <laughs> the Taurus Mountains, the, I don't even know what these mountains are, the Hamas Mountains. The Hamas. We're going to have them. We're going to have the Tigris, the Euphrates, the Danube, the Nile. Those are all the big ones. Those are the big ones. Not the Mississippi, though. They didn't seem that big. The mighty Mississippi. I saw Mississippi. some horrible
0: things up in those mountains. <laughs> they were Hamus.
1: Hey, <laughs> Uh, and then he's got, there's cities filled with pyramids and towers and minarets. We don't know what minarets are yet, but one day there's going to be minarets. Um, and, and the, the, I have a
0: flat screen, a Ferrari, <laughs>
1: I got tigers. I, <laughs> Why do I, I have just tigers? Say, I just
0: say, Hey Alexa. And then I order paper towels. I don't know. This
1: just it sounds pretty great. Maybe one day it's going to happen. Um, uh, so anyway, so the uh, the Muslim call to prayer could be heard in the city of Constantinople. Uh, the ultimate prize, because still Constantinople in this time period is like the the jewel of uh, the world, where East meets West. And so uh, he goes to this holy man. Uh, I wrote his name. The he was a, a Sufi holy man named Sheikh Edabali, and he tells him about this dream. And then this guy is like, "Oh, that sounds pretty great." You, I think you're destined for great things. You can marry my daughter, uh, and so he marries this, this guy's daughter, uh, and then it's like when
0: uh, if I ever have a daughter, mm-hmm. it's like uh, may may I have your permission to marry? And, and you're like, let's eh. hear them dreams, boy. <laughs>
1: and and he, I need. I want to know that one day you're going to rule over a large empire.
0: <laughs> and if he's got weak ass dreams, if he's like, you know, like I just want like a I... maybe
1: I'll control like a small
0: local region. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> mm,
0: you got to dream bigger than that man I like sometimes I dream that my hands are clocks and it's like see, see you're, this, not, you're not fit <laughs> so this guy he's one of those guys
1: who he really thinks his daughter's like a, a queen she's a princess and so she really deserves as, as a good father should he does she deserves uh, a sultan as it were um, and so whether or not this dream really happened probably did not. But this is dev- part of the the founding myth of Ottoman history, and it, it, and partially it, like it, it will go on to explain everything that comes afterwards because this is basically what happens. They're going to control all the regions that he they describe in this dream. Uh, but a big part, another important thing is that the um, religion is also important to the Ottomans. Uh, again, the the Turks had uh, become Islamified uh, as they had moved westward, um, and these. Um, these religious leaders are really important um, in the development of, of, Ottoman, hist- of um, Ottoman power, um, and the the blessing of a a Sufi holy man was a very important thing. And it was also not only important to have his blessing, but also um, um, kind of like his allyship um, is going to be important if you're going to develop into a leader. You got to have a holy man telling people that you're That's
0: right. A Napo- leader. Napoleon did it.
1: You got to have that. It's what's it's uh, it's necessary so um and and definitely also a part of the early Ottoman history how they um, it spread was the um, um, I mean whenever they conquer places they're going to build mosques, but there's also a lot of religious people, and at least in their earlier years there was a, a lot more religious um tolerance they were uh, they were sunni Muslims they're fairly orthodox in their beliefs, but at least they were able to um, uh, be they were willing to have more um uh, mystic, mystical guys, like uh, mystical Muslim guys, and uh, kind of weird uh, Islamic doctrines, and, and it's all part of the early Ottoman history, and they have these guys called dervishes, mm-hmm. and the dervishes are like, kind of like wandering monks, or Islamic monks, and they go around spreading um, the religion, and in, in the earlier years, uh, they were very accommodating to them, and so whenever they build a settlement, they'll build a, a dervish lodge um, at the mosque, um, and so that's also a, a part of the way that the Ottoman uh, Empire will rise or spread is because these guys are kind of also acting as propagandists um, <clears throat> and trying to get the local population to, to join uh, the Ottomans. Do, um, do, 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 do. I'm Joe Barton. So we're keeping, we're keeping moving. We're moving. Oh, so you, go ahead. What are you saying? You want
0: to play, uh, let's just uh, do our segment of a show. Is this racist? Um, <laughs> my <Probably>. friend, <laughs> the answer is yes, <laughs> but let's let's go. On. Um, we used to play a game called the Sultan hmm. in the in the in a pool in my neighborhood, and uh, we had like a, like a big blow up thing, and you had to try to sit in the middle, legs crossed, mm-hmm. and uh, people would try to rip you off and then take become the Sultan.
1: I mean, it's kind of racist just because you're white. Well, I mean, you probably had some non-white friends, right? You grew up in a diverse area. Was it all whites doing
0: this? Uh, I think there was an Indian guy. Oh,
1: one. Okay, there you go. That that kind of counts.
0: And one, yeah.
1: But then, I mean, basically, that's what it was. I feel like at least in the earlier years, that was what it was like to be Sultan. <laughs> 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 we need one guy to justify this game. But no, I mean, that was kind of what it was like in the earlier years. If you were going to be Sultan, uh, you were on. You had to defend yourself. Uh, defend your throne against a lot of challengers.
0: Oh, yeah, let's talk about that. Or else, we'll, we'll get get to it.
1: But so the um, the Ottomans come into the historical records, the first time they're written about, uh, is in thir- in the early 1300s, because they start to then come into contact with the Byzantines. Uh, and the Byzantine Empire uh, had recently kind of come back, because they had been destroyed in, I think it was the Fourth Crusade. Um, the, uh, it was a crusader army, and uh, uh, combined with uh, Venetians, uh, they destroyed the city of Constantinople, I think in the mid-1200s. Um, and then eventually the Byzantines will come back, um, and reoccupy the city and try to reestablish the empire much lesser, much lesser than it had been before. Um, but they, the Ottomans will come into contact with them in 1301, and then they find a major battle in 1302, the Battle of Baphius, uh, and an Ottoman, a larger Ottoman army defeats a smaller Byzantine army, um. And basically that puts them on the map, because um, before that point, you know, they're just one of many local tribes, wa- you know, wandering around the steppe of, uh, of Turkey uh, or Anatolia, uh, raiding. Uh, but this is the first time when they've come into a pitched battle uh, with a major... A major force, and they come out victorious. Nice, uh, and that's a big deal. Um, and so after that, it's at this time where they start to become um, less nomadic, um, and it's when they're going to start to start start settling down.
0: You know, mm-hmm. you've been you've been wandering, you've been a cowboy for too long. You've been a cowboy for too you've been long, singing that sad sad song.
1: And you know, sometimes you just want to settle down with a nice wife on the on the prairie. Uh-huh. Settle down and start an empire or you know? a
0: hall or a hall full of concubines oh you
1: could do that too why settle with just one wife have a lot of them that will all bear your children yep um and why you know
0: why just pick one favorite smoke a smoke a cigarette sounds nice the ottoman what do you smoke i smoke ottomans
1: (laughs) is that what you smoke uh okay so they they're gonna um and osman um He's gonna die uh, in thirteen twenty six um, as and, all men do as old men do uh, he's i mean probably by that point he was see he was born in fifteen around twelve sixty so he lives to be about sixty six maybe about seventy years old so that's that's a pretty decent life that's really sweet. It's a long-ass life. Um, that's a pretty... Uh, especially if you're you're a warrior, you're living on the plains. You don't have antibiotics. You don't have antibiotics. You don't have clean drinking water.
0: You don't know what germs are yet. Yep. <laughs>
1: uh, you're lucky to be alive for more than a minute.
0: Yeah, well, I mean... Uh like, uh, when they got sick, they just thought it was, like, God, right?
1: Pretty much. I mean... It was, like, a plague? Because I mean, plagues happen, like, all the time. Oh, yeah. They, they talk about the plague. In Constantinople, there was a plague. Um, there's European plagues all the time. Um, and, I mean, but also, I mean, they, they do have, you know... I mean, but definitely, medicine had a error, and healing had a religious aspect to it, sure. of course. Um, but right around the time that he dies, they begin um, a major siege at the city of Bursa. Uh, Bursa Bursa um and
0: so then I was walking I'm like I wanna I wanna span my empire and I'm like I see this I see this girl over here she a she a big beauty girl she a byzantine Her name is Bursa and I'm like hey bersa like call her big Bursa I like your castle I like the way your rooks look I wanna may I, may I enter
1: and Bursa was like Nah, dog you're gonna have to burst you're gonna bersa your way in <laughs>
0: Uh, I, I'm willing to do that. I'm yeah. willing to. I'm willing to wave a flag. I, you know what? I'm gonna build a castle right next to yours. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna sit right next to you. I'm gonna wait you out.
0: I'm gonna wait you How out. How much food you got? Yeah, food. We got food for 15 years. Like, guess what? I'm doing for 15 years. It's like you're gonna get bored. <laughs> I'm stupid. I, I, I'll sit here. I got
1: nothing better to do. <laughs> I, what, do, you, what, do you, what else am I gonna do? I'm just gonna sit here. I'm gonna I gotta, wait you out.
0: <laughs> I got a Winnebago with the TV in it. I don't get-
1: <laughs> I got. I got a stack of magazines. I haven't gotten to in in months. I
0: probably won't get to them. I <laughs> I, I say like I always do that. I say I'm going to ca- capture a city, and when we do, because you know, how we capture at this point is just kind of. Starve people.
1: Yeah, you surround the city, and, and then I'm like, and we have no ability to knock down walls. No
0: ability. No. no. Ability. And the, the The cannons are pretty tall walls. Yeah, they, they're, they're very well, well built with stones. Craftsmanship. The hard, hard. There's yeah, they're so hard. Uh, um, and uh, and I always say, I'm like, as we got, we got 15 years to kill. I'm gonna get to them magazines. I'm gonna get to the magazines. And you know what happens every goddamn time? You Joe. don't.
1: You don't get to them. You never get to. You <laughs> got. To,
0: you never do. You never do.
1: And then in thirteen twenty you've been besieging Bursa for five years at this damn oh. point. Haven't got to any of the magazines and finally the city falls.
0: <laughs> um, and you're like, son of bitch. Next time, next, next time. Th- <laughs>
1: You but put he, him away he put him away put him back in the in the in the cabinet uh-huh. so the city of Bursa falls and and whether or not Osman was still alive when that happens is uh, disputed by historians he either dies probably right before or right after and there's some some say that he was when he heard the the bells of the city or something when it the city fell that's when he dies and probably that's a bunch of nonsense but
0: also whenever I read in these books that I'm trying to read. Uh, (laughs) Something that says uh, it's disputed by historians. Mm -hmm. I imagine the most nerd-pathetic fight like just two people throwing uh ink at each other
1: yeah i mean it's a it's it's a couple guys in glasses and tweed jackets uh uh, arguing minor points (laughs) well in the in this account from the byzantine constantine uh, pelagius he says (laughs) Uh, that's third-party information you can't validate it (laughs) that was written a hundred years after the fact it's not a primary document uh that's exactly what historians that's think, really you know? <laughs> um so anyway so he dies he's gonna be succeeded by his son orhan um in succession in the early ottoman his Empire. son is
0: puerto rican <laughs> probably <laughs> orhan orhan venga <laughs> you see this castle it's uh it's yours now
1: thanks dad <laughs> Can't, can't uh,
0: two- I see how, how there's Joe, you're not willing to do a racist Puerto Rican accent <laughs> with me. You, <laughs> you draw the line there? I'm going to leave you hanging out to dry. You know, you're going to let me Shane Gillis on this podcast, but not fuck. All right. All right. Okay, continue. <laughs> Please, continue. <laughs> Hopefully,
1: everyone ignored that part. Now, the... So, he's going to go about fulfilling his father's dream. Um, also, one thing to note is uh, to talk a little bit about succession for the Ottomans and, the, and Turks in general. So, um, the way succession works, um, it's, there's no real law. Um, <laughs> so, it's basically whoever, one, it's one of the sons of the leader when he dies, one of the, his sons will come into power. It's not necessarily the oldest. Oftentimes it was the oldest, or the oldest was often thought to be the person most likely to succeed. Um, but it was basically about whichever of his sons is the most powerful. Um, and that kind of goes back to the more Eastern tradition and like the Eastern cultural part of the Turks. Um, so they do draw upon... Um, islamic doctrine and law but they're also and uh drawing upon you know further eastern uh, kind of like central asian or chinese um, ways of succession and a lot of that is just kind of the um whoever is the most powerful and takes control is uh has basically god's will you know god uh, chose you and if you are able to wipe out all of the rest of your brothers uh and all other would-be challengers you're the rightful leader.
0: Well, that's what empires do, right?
1: Basically, but there, at least, and and you know, at least in some of the European powers, there was more of a a legal system of okay. So there's the the king or the whatever whatever uh, leader, and then the next person is going to be his oldest son, and then it goes down like that. Or sometimes there are um, some of the other European powers they had. Um, feudal systems where the feudal lords um or the eastern and central europe sometimes they are called diets um and they would choose the leader they would vote upon whoever would be and oftentimes it was um it would go down family lines but um, this is going to be a system where the person who is next it's going to be in the same family and from the ottoman history it is the same family that controls it from the time they start all the way until the time it collapses um and so so this is
0: the is this the state sanctioned Fratricide? Well, that
1: will come into being later. But, okay, but this is
0: kind of the the origin of it.
1: Yeah. So the the state sanctioned fratricide comes in uh, in the the mid 1400s. Um, but there have been other leaders before then. But basically, and even um, was um, Osman when he comes to power, it's often thought that he might have had a brother that he killed um, before he became yeah. the local chief. Um, and so definitely part of Ottoman culture um, and Turkish culture is um, going to be uh, the sons of the sultan uh are will constantly be fighting for who is going to be succeed him as sultan um and sometimes it is whoever is the most powerful. Sometimes it's whoever is the most well liked by the Sultan. Sometimes it's going to be whoever is backed by the military. Um, and it's going to different times. Different things will happen at different times, but an important thing to note. Um, so, anyway, Orhan, he's going to continue to expand. Uh, he takes the city of uh, Insik in 1331, uh, the city of Nicom- uh, Nicomedia or Izmit in 1337.
0: <laughs> Nicomedia. And then, closed shortly after Blockbuster. Yes,
1: <laughs> and they uh, these sieges again. They last years because the the Ottomans they're a um, their their army is based on cavalry, um, so they don't really have siege warfare. They don't have siege towers. They don't have cannons. They can't knock down city walls. So these sieges, you're just starving out whoever's inside. Uh, and so when the time by the time they conquer these cities, usually most of the inhabitants are dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're eating rats and all that fun stuff. Love to love eating some rats. It's when you he, that's it's, that's when you know you've hit rock bottom and you start eating rats. Yeah,
0: I mean, like uh, get to tunneling. I don't know. <laughs> like get it
1: a- well, that, that was a, a, one of the <laughs> one of the sieges they do. I think it's the siege of Constantinople. they they try to tunnel under the city walls and then the uh, the Byzantines uh, dig countermines. so they actually are fighting underneath under the ground, trying to break into the city and trying to break out. Oh, that happens. It's fun stuff. <laughs> um, all right, where are we? So he's—they're expanding. They—they they capture a couple other cities, um, and they're going. Let's see. They, yeah, this is really when they—they um, they start to transition from nomadic raiders into a sedentary army, uh, where they when they conquer a city, they will settle and repopulate it. So they're not just making raids. they uh, they are here to stay. Um, and so as they do, um, they're they're really what starting... What city this again? Well, the last one they did was Izmit. Uh, but then you got Bursa, Iznik, and Izmit. Um, and then they're going to start to... Re- uh, uh, Orhan is the first person to actually meet with the Byzantine emperor. Um, and so it, kind of that's like a recognition of his power.
0: Ooh. Yeah,
1: he's willing to sit down with this guy. Um, anyway, so the... Yeah, the the basically... The the Emperor Andronicus, he's hoping to, like, maintain what little power they have left in the region. So he's trying to negotiate with this guy. He's like, hey, you know, I'm going to recognize your power. You know, you are now, you know, officially, like, you're your own Balik, Um, But please stop taking my <laughs> fucking cities. <laughs> uh, yeah, because, I mean, the, the Byzantine Empire uh, if really in this point is they're in con- almost continual decline. Sure. And they're trying to just maintain uh, what little power they had left at that point. Uh-huh. Um, and so uh, Andronicus dies. Uh, and then eventually the Byzantine empire will uh, get into civil war. Um, and then the, the Ottomans will kind of take advantage of that. In fact, um, uh, trying to kind of get involved in Byzantine politics Orhan married uh, one of the uh, the daughters uh, of the Byzantine Empire uh, Empire um, and even and in this time period though the they are Muslims they are willing to marry um, Christians or uh, people of other religions and uh, purely for political reasons um, okay. it, it's very it's rare that it happens the reverse of that usually it's mo- I mean
0: they were so like the Ottomans were uh, nomadic for a while they were nomadic and uh they believed in uh like a shia form of no Isl- they're sunni they're sunni yeah uh well okay so they believe, they're they sunni but they believed in like a more less li- or more liberal uh islam because they couldn't go to mosques all the time because they didn't have them yeah so that's what like that that's that's kind of like so they're like uh liberalness into like how strict to follow the rules is kind of built into their society. And also
1: partially because they're they're Turkish, and I think the the Turkish culture... Turkish Islamic culture is fairly different than like Arab Islamic culture, sure. um, and they they do have some doctrinal doctrinal di- differences. The way they they uh, maybe on a few minor things, and then also but just culturally, their social life was uh, the life that the people living in Anatolia much different than people who are living um, in like the Arabian Peninsula. Oh, for sure, yeah. Um, and so, but yeah, they're much, they're very willing to. Um, to intermarry with christians for political reasons um and uh usually but it's usually muslims marrying christian women and very rarely the opposite happening um but they but as they do this um you know as they're expanding you know they are drawing upon um islamic um ideas Uh what's that Maya, <laughs> what's going on? Maya, we're podcasting. Can't can't bark during the podcast. Can't bark during the podcast. It's okay. It gives me a minute to look at my notes. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> she's not for uh, Islamic Christian marriage. Ooh, she she's uh kind
1: of kind of racist. <laughs> actually, she she is a German. She is prefer. German, uh,
0: but which is actually
1: very tolerant. We'll get the to Germans that. don't hate the Turks. They don't hate the Turks. They are willing to work with them. Um, yeah, so they they are willing to marry Christians. Um, and, but the, their their expansion is very much religiously based um, you know the, you know the a lot of the terms we are familiar with today like jihad or, or Ga- uh, I think the word they use use Ghazis uh, like Ghazis basically means warriors uh, and these early Ottoman Ghazis or leaders are um, fighting a religious war against the Byzantine Christians um, and they are using um, the um, Islamic doctrine as a, uh, a justification for their expansion, and they will always have that. Uh, that's it's always easier for them to attack Christians than it is for them to attack other Muslims. Yeah. Uh, whenever they attack other Muslims, they have to really come up with some convoluted excuses to do so. Uh, but it's very easy to attack Christians. So because- if I was if
0: I was a an Anatolian peasant man, mm-hmm. and you're trying to convince me to join uh, your your band? Yeah, my band. Uh, of, we need a bassist. I was going to say a band of raiders. Uh, <laughs> well, we play, we play instruments <laughs> too. Yeah, what do, you, what do you think we do? <laughs> what do you I think we do when we're not reading magazines outside of a, <laughs> yeah. outside a castle? Gotta play some instruments. So what's there. your pitch? How do you get me to join? How get What are you guys doing right now?
1: Oh, uh, we're, we're going to conquer the city over here.
0: And you're Sultan who?
1: Oh, I'm, I'm Orhan. You're Sultan oh, Orhan. Right. I'm son of Osman yeah i heard about that guy. you know osman yeah yeah, yeah yeah,
0: um so you want me to you want me to join your band
1: yeah join uh, my band we, we need we can always use guys what are you uh
0: I'm, I'm muslim oh great
1: yeah join us you know get you get in get in on the ground floor why should i join uh well i mean what else are you gonna do are you just gonna be some sheep herder all your life i got great sheep you got well i mean but do you want more sheep Maybe you'd want to settle down and have a house. I mean, that's like, uh,
0: that's all nice, but I'm not willing to risk my life for that.
1: Well, it sounds like you're a fucking bitch. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. What are you, a Marines recruiter over here? (laughs) If you're not a pussy, you're going to join my provincial cavalry. I mean, is there any
0: any kind of like, uh, is there any reason that I should join your band? Well, I mean,
1: God kind of says you have to. like, if you're a
0: good, you say you're a Muslim, and I assume you're Somewhere, a good Muslim. You're, you're a good Muslim, right? So I'm not So I'm not going to live in paradise if I don't do it?
1: Yeah, I mean, if you don't come out and conquer uh, infidels and subject them um, and, and do it in the name of God. Shit! Um, All right. Yeah, you're probably going to hell. All right. You want those virgins, right? Those virgins. All right. Those are pretty good virgins i
0: am talking about. No, I just. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. Get my, get my, get my, get my saber. As, my as you do. As you do.
1: Uh, and that's how it happened. And my hat. I <laughs> got a real big hat. Um, and my sheet. Oh, I'm yeah. Bring, we' well, bringing the sheet. Well, we went to, uh, so we went to the, the Met the other day, and we were looking at some Ottoman art, and they had some Ottoman not art Not the there. the
0: baseball team, though. The art one.
1: Yes. <laughs> not, <laughs> not, not where the Mets play. <laughs> that'd be, it's, that'd be I, cool if you went to City Field, and they just had, like, an Islamic art exhibition (laughs) inside city field (laughs) you know they got like a ton of things to do there it's great it's great you know go see the mets uh our (laughs) our home our favorite hometown team hit some homers and then uh learn about eastern there's like a greek Greek (laughs) roman
0: statue at the
1: yeah, you got... You got uh, the hot dogs would be a little smaller. I'm but trying to think, who's a famous Mets player? You got Tug McGraw, got a statue of him. Mike Piazza. Oh, yeah, Piazza. Well, he's like the newer. Salton M- Piazza. Tug McGraw, he's Tim McGraw's dad. Is he really? Yeah, he was on the 68 World Series team. Or 68 or 69,
0: one of those. I think it's 68. Yeah, too bad. Uh, well, can we do a quick anecdote about that? Sure. My mom was uh, like uh, in love with a guy. In 1968, hmm. who was into the Mets, and she wrote this really nice letter to someone at the Mets. I don't know how you do that, but she did, and they sent really her address. A, I'm sure PO they, box. They, yeah, yeah. And they read it, and they sent her a, a baseball signed with the entire 68 winning really Mets, like and everyone on that team signed it. Yeah, and she gave it to the guy. Yeah, and then the guy broke up with her. Damn. uh Like a couple years ago, she like. Uh, asked someone who kind of knew, and they were like, "How much would that be worth?" And they're like, "Oh, like over ten grand, yeah, or something like that." Like it's yeah, the whole team,
1: um, <laughs> like, and y- if you had the letter for the next organization, that would yeah. that would be amazing. Yeah, damn, <laughs> that's a damn shame. That would be really cool. That's why we don't tr- we don't trust these. We don't love these hoes. We don't love these hoes.
0: That's right. Ma- and hoes. If my mom had had rap music, she would have known to keep that.
1: <laughs> you give it to him after you get married. That's right. Lock it down first. Speaking <laughs> of locking it down, what
0: did what did Orhan lock down?
1: He locked down uh, most of <laughs> Northwestern
0: Anatolia. That's good.
1: Um, that is good. Um, it's a good. Did he lock down
0: Constantinople? Didn't do that.
1: All right. It's still too powerful. Who it's, does? Um. Well, it's he. It's it, it's a it's a couple guys later. A couple uh, guys later. A couple guys later. And in Constantinople, it is always it, they called it the apple because like apple was like the, the big the big apple. <laughs> They they literally called it the apple because they were like that was the the ultimate prize was Constantinople.
0: Hey uh, Constantinople man! You guys want, want some? hot dogs? Some...
1: Well, the other part. I mean, the well,
0: subway sucks. Okay.
1: Or, when they conquered the city, I mean, they keep the name. They they Turkify uh, Constantinople, but they the name that it gets known by is the city. Yeah, we'll call it That's true. Answer.
0: And if you're in Jersey and you're like, I'm going to the city, no one's like, Oh, do you mean Philadelphia? <laughs> going to Newark? Going <laughs> <laughs> to Newark? No. How's Why whole, would I go there? <laughs> That's a Whole Foods now, baby.
1: <laughs> Coming on up, baby. Um So yeah, Orhan will expand, uh, just like his daddy. Uh and uh, but eventually um he's going to uh uh, eventually he stops and then he's going to die uh, in sixteen or excuse thirteen sixty two and then he's going to be replaced by Murad Murad the uh, first and Murad, uh will again continue to expand. What's
0: that I see out there in the desert? Is it a uh, is it an oasis of water and, and coconuts?
1: No, it's <laughs> it's a mirage. <laughs> Thank you, Joe, for. <laughs>
0: for Doing that, you're with me. welcome. All right, next one.
1: We're really good at improv here, um, and it's it's really under Murad that they they really begin to make some significant gains, uh, and it's it's when they start to move into uh, the region of Thrace, um, which is the Thrace. basically the the Euro, uh, the European side of Constantinople. What's your
0: what's your middle name? Dace.
1: Dace. <laughs> Joseph Thrace Barton. <laughs> uh, so yeah orhan dies 1630 uh 1360 oh, i keep saying 60 um they beat the bulgarians in a major battle in 1365 uh, and forcing bulgaria to pay taxes to the sultan um oh and so that's the thing so who's the first sultan i always forget is it orhan no orhan's the second so um so technically um i guess osman is the first sultan so he declares himself sultan but then orhan's next and then Murad. But Murad defeats them, and now, so the Bulgarians, they're the first kind of European power to really become under um, the vassalage of uh, the Ottomans, and they're going to have to pay a tax to them. Uh, And then the next major thing happens, 1369, they capture the city of Adrianople, uh, which they will Turkify and call Adirna, which is called today. Uh, And that... uh, not immediately, but that will eventually become the next Ottoman capital. Uh, Bursa, the, the first major city that they had conquered, uh, was really the center, it was the capital and the center of the early Ottoman history. And most of the um, original, uh, the first mosques that they build are all in Bursa. Um, uh, usually the, the earlier um, sultans and the, the royal family members are buried in Bursa uh, as opposed to the other cities. But eventually, they're going to move their capital to Adirna. Um And all throughout uh, Murad's reign, they're going to start uh, warring with the various Balkan um, principalities and despots. Um, and he's pretty successful. Um, again, he beats the Bulgarians. Uh, and then they have another major battle, the Battle of Kosovo, uh, which was June 15th, 1389. Uh, and it's a... Uh, a coalition of various uh, Balkan principalities—the Serbs are the, the main ones, but also the Bosnians—are um, going to lose a major battle to the Ottomans, um, and it's a—it's ma- a really significant battle because. It basically destroyed the uh, Serbian resistance, and the Serbs had been kind of the, the most powerful of all the Balkan states. Um, it destroys the, the Serbian resistance to the Ottomans, uh, but also Murad I, uh, the sultan, is killed in battle because um, these guys, you know, they're, they're on the front lines of their troops, um, and he is unfortunately uh, killed in, in, as a result of the fighting, uh, and he is succeeded by his son, Bayezid I, uh, and this is the first um, documented example of fratricide. Um, so when um, his father dies, basically the first thing that Bayezid does um, is kills his younger brother uh, to ensure that there's <laughs> not going to be uh, any struggle for the throne. Uh-huh. It's a sibling rivalry in the Ottoman Empire. Very
0: intense. You know uh, you, you grew
1: up with a brother, Rob. What, yeah, was, it, what was that like? Uh, I mean... Did you often think that when your father died that you would have to kill your brother Absolutely. <laughs> to inherit all oh, his yeah, yeah. possessions?
0: <laughs> that's how that works. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't I mean that's uh it's it's crazy. Uh it's like I I guess people weren't people weren't that close back then with their brother. I don't know. I mean it, it seems like often there
1: are times where it seems like there is some conflict. Like they, they don't always wanna have to kill him, but they're like, Well, if I don't now he's <laughs> there's always a the chance he can come back <laughs> What else am I supposed to do? You just gotta kill. Him. I mean, your your scar with Mufasa on the on the oh, cliffs. Shit. You gotta throw him off if you want that title.
0: Mufasa sounds like a. There he, is it? He there,
1: sound, He could be. A, there's Mustafa. Mustafa. There's a lot there's of Mustafa. Mustafa yeah, yeah, he could be an, an Ottoman Mustafa. sultan. <laughs> um. Yeah, so they so Murad dies, Bayezid uh, succeeds, and he's going to kill his brother uh, to maintain power. Oh, so we were talking about we talked about the Battle of um, Kosovo, uh, which is 1389, where Murad the first died, and I didn't we didn't talk about this, but a, a important thing that happens during Murad's reign is that uh, he creates the Janissary Corps, nice. um, which is a very important part of Ottoman history. Um, the Janissaries were Originally, basically, the 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 sultan's bodyguard, um, and they were the first um, kind of iteration of the Janissary Corps, as they were recruited um, from cr- uh, captured um, Christian soldiers um, or Christian uh, people they uh, Christian slaves that they had bought, <clears throat> and they were brought in to, uh, again basically serve as the king or the sultan's bodyguard, and they were chosen. Spe- they chose them specifically people who are not Muslims and not Turks um, to serve as their bodyguard because, again, uh, anytime... uh, Anytime there's a sultan, uh, there's always going to be people who want to be the sultan, and the other, his other brothers or other people, other Ottomans are always vying for power, and so they thought if the people protecting him should be removed from that, Um, they shouldn't be people who had any kind of allegiances in Turkey. Or in within Ottoman land, so uh, they're going to recruit non-Muslims to be part of his bodyguard. And at the Battle of Kosovo, um, the last, basically at the end of the battle, when Murad is killed, um, he's you know protected by by the Janissaries, and they fail to protect him. He's killed during the battle, uh, but the Janissary Corps will grow uh, in the coming years um, and become a really important part of the uh, the Ottoman military. <clears throat> um, they are not the the largest part of the military. They're usually, um, but they're kind of like the core of the military, and they, they almost s- serve as their own, um, like their own separate military force, um, and the Janissaries um, usually kind of have their own motivations, um, and sometimes that will come into conflict uh, with whoever is the Sultan at that time, and we'll get to that in a little bit, but the Janissary Corps, it starts under the reign of Murad the I. Murad dies at the Battle of Kosovo. He's succeeded by his son, Bezid. Bezid kills his brother. Uh, and Bezid will continue to expand the empire. Um, they had grown significantly under the reign of Murad. That was really when they began um, you know, their wars in the Balkans. They fight the, uh, a series of wars against the Bulgarians, the Serbs, and... Um, and then as a result of their incursion into the Balkans, European lands, uh, they really start to be, uh, get the attention of um, the Western European powers, um, namely uh, the, the, you know, kind of the papal states or the, the, uh, the Pope. Um, and the Pope will actually uh, call a crusade uh, in the, the 1390s um, to fight against uh, Bayezid and the Ottomans. And what they will do is they um, a combined crusade force of the uh, made up of the Holy Roman Empire, the Kingdom of France, Burgundy, um, various um, Balkan states, Genoa, Venice, uh, England was actually involved, Poland, um, the Castile, Aragon, the two uh, Spanish crowns. Um, they all get involved in this crusade, and a big. Uh, part of the the reason why the Ottomans early on were able to succeed uh, and they weren't just wiped out immediately was there was very little unified Christian resistance to them. Um, usually, the the various Christian kingdoms and principalities had their own uh, agendas, and they did not want to set those aside to unify against the Ottomans. And the Ottomans were able to um, to really uh, take advantage of that.
0: And it's far. What's that? It's far away.
1: It's far away. Yeah. Yeah, who wants to go all the way to Constantinople? Yeah, we, uh, we have, have our own things to deal with in France, it's like mountains and shit. There's a lot in of, the way. Uh, there's a lot. Of, there's a sea to cross. Ugh. That sounds like a really long voyage. Yeah, um, and especially with the Byzantines, the early problem uh, for the, the the problem the Byzantines always had was that they were um, Orthodox Christians, um, and so they were always trying to call on the Western European powers for help. Um, with the Ottomans, and they were very rarely willing to send help because they were not Catholics, um, and so that schism between the Orthodox Catholic, or the Orthodox Christians, and the Latin um, Christians is always going to be a problem early on. And whenever <clears throat> the the emperor, the Byzantine emperor, is calling for help, there's always going to be you know the Pope saying, "Well, if you." You know, if you guys come to you know, join the Catholics, you know, if you come to Catholic power, we'd we'll be more than willing to help. Um, but the Byzantines are like, nah, we we good on that, uh, <laughs> and so that that really hurts them early on. But the first kind of unified res- Christian resistance to the Ottomans comes in thirteen. 13- Uh, ninety five, ninety six, and in thirteen ninety six, they're gonna fight the Battle of Nicopolis, uh, which is in modern day Bulgaria. Um, And this combined crusading force uh, is uh, decisively defeated by the Ottomans. Uh, They were. Probably heavily outnumbered, we're not very sure, but they were wiped out uh, in the battle, and basically that will give them um, pretty much free reign in the Balkan states um, after 1395, Um, and for the next few years... It looks as if the Ottomans are uh, an unstoppable force. Um, they've uh, pretty much beaten the Byzantines at every point. They've been beating these little Balkan principalities, and even with this unified Catholic resistance, uh, they're able to defeat them at Nicopolis. And they—who knows from where? You know, where they can expand from that point? Maybe they'll take Constantinople. Uh, Bayezid tries to do that, um, and they could start uh, expanding further into Central and, you know, even potentially Western Europe. Uh, But a few years later, 1402, uh, right around 1400, I guess I should say, uh, there starts to be a new problem, uh, because we've mostly been talking about, you know, the Ottoman expansions into the West, uh, into Europe. But there's a whole other continent on the other side, Asia. Pretty big continent. Good food. Good food. Uh, A lot of people over there. Uh, And there are some competing empires uh, that also are occupying in roughly the same territory that the Ottomans are. Uh, and one of them The Iranians. The Ur- the Iranians are run of one of them. Um but uh and, and control of Persia is definitely a, a big thing. People want that. Got those nice uh Elephants. Elephants, rug ma- <laughs> rug makers. Uh huh. Make those nice cur- Persian rugs. Nice. Um the the most significant challenge um to the Ottomans is going to be the Timurid Empire. Uh oh. Uh, and uh what is timurid? What, what what could that possibly come from? Well, yeah, th-
0: don't be timurid, be y- confident. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, there's a pretty confident guy. His name is Timur. <laughs> Timur. Um and Timur is a um an interesting guy. Uh he's uh, I think you could you could he's a Turk he's Turkish, um but he the Temurids are kind of have their uh, their origins as the Mongols. Um, so the Mongols, as they moved westward, they conquered all of this land, and then as soon as Genghis Khan dies and his various um, successors die, his empire gets divided up into various Khanates. Um, and one of them, uh, and one of the Turkish groups living within this region was, um, <clears throat> um, was where Timur came from. He was probably born oh let's see uh he was born in 1336 uh in modern day uzbekistan um and he's going to rise up he creates his own little tribe and then that grows and grows and he will uh kind of use the the mongols and genghis khan as his inspiration um he is trying to revive the old um reunion tour reunion tour try to bring it back baby <laughs> hey we're, we're playing hey, i'm a bassist we're playing <laughs> we're playing the hits again all right <laughs> we're conquering the world nice. and he starts to expand and um, move into basically what is modern day iran um and gradually moving westward towards anatolia and as the closer the the Timurids get to anatolia they're going to start to come into conflict with the Ottomans. And at first they tried to kind of stay away from each other because n- neither of them really wanted to go to war. Uh, they realized that one of them was going to lose in this war uh, and that would have uh, some ramifications. And And really what the Ottomans want is Constantinople. They're trying to expand in that direction. They're trying not to worry about what's coming from the east. Uh, but eventually the the, clo- the proximity of their their borders uh, will break out into a war, and uh, eventually, uh, that's going to result in the Battle of Ankara, uh, which was in 1402. Uh, and basically, what had happened was the um, the Timurids outflanked the Ottomans. They were able to get between the Ottomans and their capital, uh, and the Ottoman army has to go on a force march, uh, and to attack them. And they're exhausted. They lose like a third of their force on the way there. And then, by the time they get to the battlefield, um, they're just completely, completely wiped out and exhausted. And they, uh, they lose this battle, uh, in a pretty spectacular fashion. Um, Temur, uh, he, in his whole career, he's basically undefeated in battle. He's one of the greatest uh, <clears throat> military leaders of his time, if not of all time. And for most Europeans, he's known as Tamer Lane, um, because when he was uh, younger, he was riding a horse, and he fell off the horse, and he broke his leg, and they called him Timur the Lame.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's like, um, what they call a guy in Game of Thrones? Uh, have, Brand Bran the Bran the- Oh I didn't watch Game of Thrones, but you didn't watch it? No. I know what you're talking about. They call him like Bran the Disabled or something <laughs> like that. Bran the
1: differently abled. Um <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the- uh, but no, that was basically like he had a bad leg, so they called him lame and he's like, Hey man, I uh you know, I'm I just defeated the Ottomans at the Battle of Ankara. You know, I'm I'm undefeated in battle. I, I control this empire of you know thousands of square miles, and they're like Yeah, whatever. Timur the lame. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, guys. uh, Can you stop calling me that?
0: (laughs) So, anyways. I'm like like a really serious, like, carver. I'm 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 serious. I'm like Genghis Khan. I'm I'm Genghis Khan reincarnated. Actually, he lost about. Like, I haven't lost shit. I haven't lost shit. I'm
1: better. I'm better than Genghis
0: Khan. I'm the the Dolphins in that one year. I'm 72 Dolphins. 72 Dolphins.
1: Undefeated, baby.
0: Would you say I was a great football team, Joe Barton?
1: I would, uh, as a Miami Dolphins fan. Greatest team of all time had the no-name defense.
0: Who was uh who was the quarterback that year?
1: Um well, Injured interest- so Bob Greasy was the quarterback, but he got injured during the season <laughs> and he got replaced by Earl Morrill, and Earl Morrill played most of the games up until the Super Bowl and then Bob Greasy came back and played the Super Bowl game. But oh. we beat the Redskins. Super Bowl 5, I think. What? Yeah, maybe 4 or 5. Hm? Are you talking about the Dolphins? Yeah.
0: That was Super Bowl 5? Yeah,
1: when well, the 72 team. That was only the 5th Super Bowl.
0: What about all the like the leather helmets?
1: So though that was the NFL championship game, which is different because the oh, the man. modern NFL is a combination between the National Football League and the American Football League. Uh. And before they were two separate leagues that played their own championship and then they merged in like the late 60s the super bowl one was the packers versus the chiefs i think and the, the packer the packers won super bowls one and two super bowl three um that was when the uh super bowl three is when the jets beat the colts so that was like the famous joe namath game where he was like he guaranteed that they were going to beat the colts <laughs> and you know who the colts backup was who? earl Morrall, future dolphins quarterback
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so this is our episode of the seventy-two dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, uh, what
0: about when the dolphins uh, finally conquered Constantinople? What did they do? Um,
1: well, the <laughs> everybody had to seem the, s- sing the dolphins theme song or the fight what song. It, what is the song? Uh, well. Miami has the Dolphins, the greatest football team. We take the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. We're in there, we're on the <laughs> ground, we're always in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl. Woo!
0: Hey, Is, do they still sing that?
1: Uh, yeah, they sing it like w- usually like once at a game during the game.
0: And they're are they really talking Super Bowl though? <laughs> oh,
1: no, <laughs> we haven't talked Super Bowl in a while. <laughs> We think about Super Bowl. We like dream. We have like a uh-huh. an Osman like dream of nice. Super Bowl. Maybe one day the uh, you know the the rivers of the Euphrates and the and the the Nile and um, the Lombardi Trophy will be in dolphin hands again, but not for a while. I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, Timur he defeats the, the Ottomans at the Battle of Ankara. Bezid the first. He's captured during the battle. He's the first Ottoman uh, sultan to have been captured. And that's a pretty big deal. Uh, and so uh, he will at, at some point die in, cap- in captivity. Uh, and that's going to, um, we're going to go into a period of Ottoman history called the Interregnum. Uh, and that is, uh, it's one of my favorite words, interregnum. It's,
0: it's a, it's and uh, my doctor checked my interregnum. <laughs> it's not good. he told, t- got to eat less red I'm, meat. Yeah, <laughs> he says I'm blocked up.
1: <laughs> yeah, if, if you can't eat 24 in hours in advance before you get your interregnum examined. <laughs> Anyways, so, uh, basically, the interregnum period, it's basically a civil war. Um, because the uh, the descendants of Bayezid uh, are going to fight over who's going to become the new Sultan, um, and a lot of the Ottoman Empire or the the Anatolian portion was then divided up between um, various Turkic. And that's another important thing to remember this time period. Um, the Ottomans are still not the only Turks. Uh, there are still plenty of other major um, Turkish emirates uh, who are vying for power in this region. And oftentimes they were very willing to cooperate with the uh, with Temür, um and the, the Mongols um, because they saw them as a way like a a, a, um, a check uh, against the Ottomans. Uh, the Ottomans had been uh, been growing too much, and so the Mongols are going to start to kind of even things out again, uh, at least in Anatolia. They, they were able to keep most of their uh, Balkan possessions for the most part. Um, but what's going to happen is for the next t- uh, 11 or so years, there are going to be uh, a series of battles um, and political maneuvering trying to... Um, Determine who's going to be the next sultan. Uh, he had several sons um, that are going to be uh, going through all of this. Uh, and uh, finally, in 1413, after 11 years of fighting, uh, there uh, one of them will emerge. Um, and it was uh, one of his uh, younger sons, actually. It was a guy named Mehmed. He was the fourth son of Bayzid. Uh, Mehmed the I, um, he beats his brother uh, Musa at the Battle of uh, Camerloo, uh in 1413, uh, and he will basically, uh, even though before then he had claimed to be the sultan, at that point on, uh, he's wiped out all of his other brothers, they've all killed each other in battle, <laughs> last man standing. Ooh. Uh, and that, that is basically what the sultan is, it's like, of all the brothers, whoever's the last man standing. I, maybe that's why we
0: called it Sultan, the game, like in the pool. Because you were, like, trying to pull... It was like kind of like a King of the Hill on, yeah. a, on the thing. So you had to...
1: You know, yeah. cu- culturally, it's not as offensive as <laughs> you think. That's what they did, right? That's what fratricide means, yeah. right? You be
0: hopped in a pool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you tried to... Last person to...
1: I, and I'm assuming that you drown the other guys, right? <laughs> <laughs> By
0: Drown means just
1: splash
0: water on their face, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Just a little bit of water. Sim- <laughs> simulated drowning. <laughs> simulated. <laughs> Um, Okay, so then after that, and, and so that period between 1402 and 1413, the Ottoman Empire is kind of in this state where maybe it doesn't become what it eventually does. It could have gone back into just being a very small... Turkish emirate mm-hmm. um but they ma- they manage to uh maintain their European possessions and they maintain uh, some of their possessions in Anatolia and Mehmed comes into power uh and he's going to basically just go back to what they had been doing before um and he's going to uh try to expand again um eventually what's going to happen? uh ev- eventually what happens um is they're they're going to start fighting a series of wars um uh, against the um a, a couple of people who start to um uh there, there's some uh, a religious rebellion during this time um there and i think one thing I, I remember reading at least online there's this uh, a lot of people think that one of the reasons why the Ottomans were so successful is because there was never um, a unified Christian resistance to them, which is fairly true, at least in the earlier years. Um, But there was also never really, um, you know, the Muslims themselves were never unified. Um, There's, a lot of infighting in these Muslim groups uh, the Tur- within the Turks, uh, but also Turks fighting Persians, fighting um, um, Arabs. So there's always infighting within these groups. Um, and there, were also, there were, throughout the history of the Ottoman Empire, there are frequently going to be challenges to the Sultan. Um, and oftentimes these challenges came from religious groups. Uh, we talked a little bit about <clears throat> earlier in the early history of the Ottoman Empire, uh, there were a lot of different um, kind of, theological Muslim groups that made up the Ottomans, uh, but as they go on, they're going to try to stamp out some of the, mo- the more radical groups, because that's usually where um, these rebellions come from, um, these radical uh, Muslim um, uh, people who are trying to overthrow the Sultan because he's not, you know, a true Muslim, or he's not the, uh, an exemplary Muslim. So he'll fight a series of wars against them. Um, eventually, um, they're going to start fighting against the Albanians. Uh, and then uh, eventually, uh, what was it? Mehmed is going to die. Um, and then he's succeeded by uh, his son, Murad II. Uh, Murad II comes into power in 1421. Um, he is going to. Uh, uh, he's the one who starts the Albanian Wars uh, and then eventually Murad is going to leave power um, he abdicates the throne he was actually the first Ottoman Sultan to leave the throne before he died uh, and then he was succeeded by his 12 year old son Mehmed II uh, and Mehmed II um, uh, will later go on to become one of the most powerful rulers in Ottoman history one of the most important people uh, but his first reign was very short. Uh, he comes into power uh, right around 1440 uh, and is only uh, serves as sultan for about two years. Uh, but basically what had happened was um, his ascendancy to the throne caused a lot of the Ottoman in- enemies um, to start invading um, and to try to chip away at the Ottoman Empire uh, because they didn't think that he was capable of responding to them. Um, and so we talked about the crusade that started in the 1390s that ended in the Battle of Nicopolis. Uh, well, de- they'll declare a second crusade um, in 1443. Um, and this is going to be a combined force of mo- mostly Polish and un- Hungarians, but also some other um, Central and Balkan European principalities. And they're going to invade um, <coughs> uh, Ottoman Balkan territory. And what ends up happening is the. Um, uh, Murad is called back. Um, Mehmed, as the sultan, s- commands him to come back. He said, either you are the true sultan and you will come back and lead this army or I am the true sultan and you will obey me and you will come back and lead this army. <laughs> uh, and he, he tells his daddy what's what. Um daddy. And he does. So Murad comes back uh, and and basically as they're, uh, he gets to the battlefield right as they're about to fight and he leads the army um, at the Battle of Varna uh, in 1444 uh, and uh, defeats this crusade. Uh, It's a decisive battle. Um, They... uh, Tremendously out, uh, outnumbered the uh, the Polish and the Hungarians, and they they rout them, um, and that kind of staves off defeat for the moment. Uh, he's going to just go back to retirement. He's like, I don't want any of this shit anymore, uh, and he goes back. Uh, but there's still a lot of internal problems within the Ottoman state. Um, <clears throat> one of the the problems that had happened was um, uh, Mehmed had uh, debased the coinage, um, so the silver they basically were putting less silver into the coins um, so that they could make more coins, um, so they could um, pay for their military. Uh, But what ends up up happening is a lot of the soldiers, particularly the Janissaries, uh, they're not receiving more coins in their pay. Uh, So all the money that they get is just less valuable. It's
0: like we're giving you 10 chicken nuggets. Yeah. But
1: they're all smaller. They're very little tiny chicken nuggets. (laughs)
0: We used to give you a five piece. Yeah.
1: It's a, it's still a five piece, but it's really like two and a half pieces. <laughs> and, a half piece. uh, and as a result, the Janissary Corps, uh, for the first time, revolts. Um, and that will be a common theme um, in Ottoman history: is the Janissary Corps becoming uh, unhappy with what's happening, uh, and then they revolt. Um, and then, as a result, Murad uh, the Second will come back to the Ottoman throne. Uh, and back at it again. He's baby. back in it. Back in action. That's the sequel and uh the second time uh you know goes fairly well for the most part um eventually what will happen is the the polish and the hungarians um try a second war uh in 1448 uh, they're defeated uh at the second battle of kosovo um and that basically ends um Was it Uh, Hungarian um, and uh, Wallachian Wallachia is basically modern day Romania Um, that is Romanian resistance to the Ottomans uh, and they are able to maintain their holdings in the Balkans um, despite all these um, uh, European invasions trying to retake the land that the Ottomans had gotten uh, in the last hundred years or so.